As I said earlier, my name is Corey Burkhead. I am one of the pastors on staff here. And I just wanna thank all of you so much for, for coming tonight. Uh, you could have gone to any other church this holiday season, but you came here. And we just wanna say thank you so much for being here tonight. Uh, if you are actually looking for a church, uh, we actually normally have services on Sundays from at 10 a.m. and 11.30 a.m. So if, if you end up enjoying your time tonight, I really wanna encourage you to come visit us on a Sunday. We would absolutely love to have you. Well, let's go ahead and uh, we'll get started with tonight. Tonight, as you know, we are celebrating the birth of Jesus. And this is always one of my most favorite times of the year because this is a time that we really get to kind of like slow down and reflect and think about what this holiday season really means. Like why it is that we celebrate it, why it is that we come together as a family, as friends, as a church and worship and celebrate this incredible time of the year. I don't know about you, but I absolutely love Christmas. Um, how many of you, by show of hands, uh, the week after Halloween had your Christmas decorations up? Anybody? Yeah. Everyone else in the room is rolling their eyes at us, but that's okay. They'll catch on. I am one of those people, like uh, last season, no joke, right after Halloween, the week of, I got my Christmas lights out. Uh, we got our tree out and it was just absolutely exciting. I felt like Christmas lasted forever last year and it was just so much fun. But this year, my wife made me wait a little bit. I ended up not putting up any of our Christmas decorations until the, uh, the last week in November, which is really tough for me. But I, uh, I put them up and it was really exciting. I got my hopes up about the holiday season. But if I'm being honest with you, I have found it hard to get excited about Christmas. And I'm not just saying that because it doesn't seem to me like Christmas is this week. It doesn't seem like it's right, right now, gonna be happening this week. And, and I've been trying to think to myself, like, why is that? Part of it I'm sure has to do with the weather, the fact that we could go probably play basketball outside if it wasn't about to have a tornado. But you know, with the temperature and everything, like it's just kind of throwing me off. But I was like, that's not just it, what is it? And the more I thought about it, the more I realized that there is something on my mind, and forgive me, but like that is greater, like taking a greater uh, presence in my mind than the holidays. And, and that is the fact that in February, my wife and I will be having our first child. It is a baby girl. Her name is Penelope Grace, and we are just so excited for this to happen. And over the past few months, I've just been thrilled. I've been getting more and more excited. I've been playing with uh, you know, our, our family, who uh, my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law who have kids. We've been babysitting them, getting practice in. And, uh, and if I'm being honest, I, I haven't been worrying about it too much. But this month, I am terrified. <laughs> I am terrified. I am scared. And I keep forgetting that Christmas is this month because I know that in a month and a half, I'm going to have a little girl in my house that I'm going to call my daughter. And I am terrified. There's a few things that have been actually scaring me a little bit. You might find these funny, but I find these very serious. Uh, number one, changing diapers. I am really scared. Every time I babysit my nephews, I get told, hey, did you practice today? I'm like, mm, no, I haven't. Uh, and, and I'm just getting more and more scared. Every Tuesday, you might not know this, but every Tuesday here at the church, our staff is here. We have staff meetings. 
And we also have uh, Pastor John's wife, Christine. She comes and volunteers here at the church along with some others. And she always brings her daughter, their daughter, Lennon. How many of y'all know Lennon? Show of hands, yeah. Then you know that Lennon's cheeks are the, like a magnet. You can't help but go for them with your hands and start squishing them. And, and she's just the most adorable little kid. She's always smiling or she's mean mugging. Either way, it's adorable. I absolutely love it. But occasionally... I'll be in my office, which is four rooms down, and I can smell it. <laughs> Lennon has pooped her pants. And I think to myself, oh my goodness, that is powerful. I feel sorry for John and Christine. I go into a moment of prayer because they are right there with it. And I've learned from uh, Christine a few things. Uh, I've learned that there are different types of messing the pants, different types of poops. Uh, and I won't go into detail about it because as I was typing it down and writing it down in my notes, I almost gagged. Uh, so I don't want that to happen to me or to you, more importantly to me. But I, if I'm being honest, that's one of the things that is, that's worrying me a little bit. The other thing, holding her. I'm scared of holding my future daughter. If you've ever read the book of Mice and Men, you might know why. Anytime I've ever uh, held a newborn child, I'll, I'll hold them and it's like I freeze. Because I know if I take a step, like, oh my gosh, what could happen? Because they're so weightless, but yet there's so much weight there in your hands. You're holding a child, someone who's gonna grow up, who's gonna, you know what, be adorable, who's gonna fall in love someday, someone who's gonna meet a spouse, live out their lives. And it's scary because you're holding them and this is a human being that you're holding. It scares me. This right here really scares me. This one, no joke. It will never just be Meredith and I again. And I love my wife. I am so selfish. I love my wife and I want her to myself forever. But I know that on February 5th, I will share her for the rest of my life. That we will share each other. But I, I think about all the things that I wish that we could do. And I, and I think to myself like, oh man, we'll never get to do these things. I think to myself, we'll never be able to go to the movies again. <laughs> Which is why I've seen Star Wars three times this week. <laughs> you know, we'll never get to go on a cruise. We'll never be able to just have a vacation just to, to ourselves probably. You know, I see, we see our friends who love their kids, but they gotta go through so many loops to find a babysitter or plan out a date night. It's never just again getting up, well, let's go to Texas Roadhouse tonight. It's never just that again. You gotta plan it out from what I've been told weeks in advance. A couple other things that scare me, finances. Uh, you know, just the idea of like, holy cow, like what, you know, can, are we there, are we ready? The other thing is, is uh, those of you who don't know me and what exactly I do here at the church, one of the things I do is I am our, our youth pastor here. And can we give a hand to all of our middle school and high school parents because I know their teenage daughters. <laughs> they are incredible heroes because I see in one hour what they see 24 seven. And it is incredible. And they have such amazing kids, loving kids. But I know, because I have a sister, that, that girls can be tough, especially when they hit 13. And if I'm being honest, I, I am scared of her turning 13. I'm thinking ahead. I'm thinking to myself, like, what is she gonna be like? Will she love God as much as I do? I hope she knows Jesus. I hope that she has good friends. 
I hope she's not hanging around people that she doesn't need to be hanging around with. These are things that are on my mind right now. Boys, I'm thinking about buying a gun. <laughs> I've never owned one, but I've heard they're easy to get. The other thing that scares me, just because I watched my father-in-law go through this, is the wedding. <laughs> Planning out the wedding and seeing that price go up. It's a scary thing. And if I'm being honest, this whole month, it's been all I could think about. These things and so much more, but mainly these things. And it, it, it scares me a little bit. So much so that it's distracted me from the holidays. It's distracted me from, you know what, just being able to take the time to slow down and enjoy where I am right here, right now. Because I'm so worried about what's coming ahead in 2016. I'm so worried about things that, you know what, might not even happen, might not even be a problem. I'm so scared of these things. And I'd be willing to bet that I'm not the only one here in the room tonight, though, that's been a little distracted over the holidays. I'd be willing to bet, in fact, that some of us here today are just like, at the same point I am, like where we're just wanting to just kind of like slow down and just breathe. Because if we're being honest, like we've got something on our minds that's keeping us from being able to really enjoy the holidays. Maybe it's something that happened this past year. Maybe it's something coming up this next year. Maybe it's that you're about to go be with some friends and family this upcoming weekend. You know that there's some relationships there that are just kind of like not very strong or something happened or someone said something. And to be honest, you're kind of scared to go see them. You're scared to, you know what? You're scared that you won't enjoy the holidays. Fear can ruin a lot of things I've learned. Fear can take your mind off of what is so amazingly happening right here and right now. And what can happen is, is if we allow fear to control our lives, if we allow it to distract us this holiday season, if we allow it to rule our minds and cause our vision to focus more on what hasn't even happened yet, or things that we're just afraid of happening, we can lose focus of what this season, what this holiday truly means. And this has been happening since the night this holiday began. And so tonight I'm gonna read you the story of the birth of Jesus. And we're gonna see that we too, along with others from the Bible, have yes, good reasons to be afraid, but there is something great for us to focus in on. It says this in Luke chapter two, if you've got your Bible, you can flip there. If you've got a Bible app, we're gonna be reading out of Luke chapter two, verses one through 20. And it says this, says, at that time, the Roman emperor, Augustus, decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman empire. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea. David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, his fiance, who was now obviously pregnant. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her first child, a son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. Verse eight, that night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, don't be afraid. 
he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, glory to God in highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And Joseph, or I'm sorry, they hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. You know, I think a lot of times we think to ourselves, man, I wish, I wish I could just have an angel pop up in my life. I wish I could have an angel come in and say, listen, it's all gonna be okay. Listen, it's, it's gonna be all right. And we look for that. And I think sometimes we get disappointed because we want it to happen like this. Fortunately though, for us, I believe that God has placed every single person in our lives for a reason. You are married to who you're married for a reason. You are friends with who you're friends with for a reason. You are at this church for a reason. One of the things I love knowing is that I am married to my wife for a reason. And that reason is because, you know what, I can talk to her about anything. I can talk to her about my fears, the things that scare me, the things that keep me up at night. And one of the things I've been talking to her about, like I was telling you earlier, is our future daughter. And it scares me and, and she does such an amazing job because she just listens to me and then she goes, Corey, listen, I'm scared too, but it's gonna be all right because we will love her and she will bring more joy to us than any of these concerns ever could. You're gonna love her so much, Corey, you're not gonna wanna put her down. You won't be scared of holding her. You, you won't be able to let go. You won't care how many times she poops her diaper. You wanna change it anyways. I'm working on that one still. I don't fully buy into it, but I'm working on it. Stretching my faith. Tonight, I wanna to be an encourager to you though, because I know that we live in a world where fear is the best-selling item. It's on Facebook, it's on the streets, it's in the papers, it's on the news, it's on our favorite television shows, it's in the movies, it's everywhere. And I'd be willing to bet that some of us have a lot of fear inside of us and it's keeping us up at night. Maybe it's something that's going on in your home. Maybe it's something going on in the workplace. Maybe it's what you're seeing on the news and you're seeing people share it on Facebook and, and you just can't enjoy life sometimes because it seems like there's nothing but negativity going on all around us. Tonight, I wanna remind you just what the angel said in verse 10 and 11. The angel reassured them, don't, be afraid. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good 
news. And tonight, yes, I'm not an angel. I don't have wings. I'm not gonna fly. But I have good news for you. And that is our Savior, Jesus Christ, has been born. Our Savior, Jesus Christ, has been born. Our Savior, our hero, says, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And I want us to remember that this holiday season because, you know what? It's so easy for us to be distracted by everything else. But the Bible tells us and it teaches us that when we, you know what, when we hang around the wise, we become wise. And when we focus on what's great, guess what? We start seeing things greater. When we focus in on what's important, our mind, our eyes are no longer focused on what's not important. You see, around this time of the year, one of the greatest battles ever is going on. Satan is trying to tell us one thing and Jesus is telling us another. Jesus is telling you, listen, don't be afraid of what's coming up this year. Listen, don't be worried about your marriage. Listen, I get it. You have every reason to be worried, but I am your savior. I am the hero that's going to come in and I am going to change everything. And that is why Jesus was born. That's what we need to remember this holiday season. You know, I was, uh, I was on a mission trip this past October and we were down in Guatemala. And unfortunately, I, you know, we, we didn't really have uh, any way to really communicate other than through the internet. And you can only do that when you reached your room. And I remember when I got to my room, I saw my phone and all of a sudden I saw all these notifications and posts and text messages about what had happened in Paris. And can I be honest with you? I got scared. I got worried. I was thinking to myself, like, what is happening to the world? People are running the streets scared because of what's going on. People are terrified to go outside. People are terrified to get in an airplane or just drive down the street. And then I saw one of the most amazing things I'll never forget. I saw this picture. And I just stared at it. And I thought to myself, wow, I don't know how many people here believe in God. I don't know how many people here believe in Jesus. But what I do know is that they're not afraid. And what's great is that we have a God. We do believe in Jesus. We do believe that he is our savior. So much so that there is no reason for us to be afraid. There's no reason to be terrified about what's coming up. There's no reason to be distracted. Why? Because our savior was born and he died and he resurrected and he is fighting for you and me every single day. And spoiler alert, we win. We win. The beginning of our story started with sin and then we waited this long for Jesus to come in and then here, we're promised victory. We are promised victory. This holiday season, let's focus on that. Let's focus on the good news. Let's focus on the fact that, listen, while yes, we have things that could scare us, that could terrify us, we're not gonna buy into that right now. We're gonna buy into this good news that, listen, Jesus came to save us. And he did just that. 
we should celebrate that this season. Let's bow our heads.